0: What's up, everybody? Welcome back. It's Classroom Brew, episode 8 now. Holy shit. Uh, It's been kind of a weird uh, week for me. I really uh, am going to throw my phone because notifications are going off as I hit record. Thank you, ESPN. Uh, But it's been kind of a weird week for me. I was sort of, well, not sort of. I was at my school Monday, Tuesday gone on Wednesday for a PD, back on Thursday, gone again today on Friday for another PD. Thursday was just this weird little island of normalcy and teaching for the kids, and it was kind of weird for me because I had to prepare for a sub two different times. So you guys know that I'm actually really frustrated with the way that substitute teachers operate in the educational realm, I think they have a really tough gig, especially in the inner city, they aren't taken seriously, they're borderline abused by the students because they know they can take advantage of them with the minimal consequences, which is a whole issue in itself, but I had some really weird substitute teacher occurrences, experiences, whatever you want to call them, this week. Because I had two of them, so let's rewind. Let's talk about what happened on Wednesday. I had my little PD, was there all day, but about 10 o'clock, I didn't get the email till eleven. But I get, I have an email in my inbox about 10 o'clock. It's from the substitute teacher. Three different emails, asking if a certain student can go to the bathroom. What? that's why you're there. How'd you even get my email, man? Hmm? How'd you do that? Also, why can't you make that call? I, I don't understand. You're literally there for me so that I can focus on what I need to focus on. I set up everything for you before I left. Those little calls are for you to make, man. You don't need to take time to send an email. I I still don't know how you got my email. Unless there's a student that was like, you should ask him. Yeah, there was the one request for a kid to go to the bathroom. Oh, that was the other one. Food in the classroom. Apparently, my second period. Uh, It's kind of early in the morning, I get it. I'm okay with like a granola bar or something small. Making sure the kids eat. But it sounds like and thank you, Subway, for doing this shit to teachers. Sounds like there's a special going on at Subway, and so a couple kids had the audacity to bring in an entire breakfast. Some sort of a, a foot long breakfast sandwich. <sighs> Probably because they knew I wasn't there. But that was one of the that was the first email that I got from this sub. Can your kids eat a full meal from Subway? In your class. Do you allow that? Fuck no. A goddamn granola bar is about as much as I'll accept. It's distracting. Anything beyond that is distracting. So yeah, that was really weird because I felt like I had to micromanage this substitute teacher when I really shouldn't. That's why they're there. It's the weirdest thing ever. Also weird because when I got back, well, room was a goddamn disaster. Like a tornado went through there. So that's frustrating. Um, So that's the first thing. Second thing was I I like to take note of what the students experience. I listen to some more than others because some of them like to just kind of talk shit. And it's not necessarily true. I've had a few instances of that. But uh, I'll still take a poll from just about every, you know, I'll ask the group. And apparently... From some of the trustworthy students, I have uh, some direct quotes. Uh, Apparently the sub wasn't getting along with my seventh period uh, to the point where at the end of that period, she was like, oh, Lord, get out. So she was real happy to get rid of them, uh, which is a shame because all my classes are a good group. But uh, some quotes here. So I made it very student-centered so that the sub didn't have to do anything. So you're welcome. But apparently, she didn't even explain what the activity was. It really didn't take that much. He really didn't have to, but I guess, you know, be a teacher, explain if they have questions. But she didn't do that, and apparently, they were kind of giving her a hard time for that, which is a problem. But apparently, her response was something like, you know, students that have like a weave in, they'll tap their, they'll tap their. I don't know why I just did that. Um, or my earphone, sorry. Uh, I didn't even tap the mic, but sometimes students that have like a weave, they can't scratch it because it might mess with it. So they'll, they'll have to tap it if they've got an itch or something. And direct quote from a student that was apparently directly quoting the substitute teacher was, oh man, if I have an itch under my weave, I just pull that bitch back and itch that motherfucker. Excuse me? How do you, I'm all about, you know, using language every so often that relates to the kids, but are you serious? Not only are you potentially insulting the student for their habit of getting an itch, and I don't even think this was a student that had a, I think she just like dyes her hair, I'm pretty sure. So it wasn't even a weave, so there's nothing to pull back, lady. But saying, oh, bitch, I just pulled that off and I just scratch it. Unacceptable. That's quote number one. Oh, the other one's not really a quote. Apparently, I have a student that sits in the front because she can't see very well. She has glasses. She forgets them a lot. No big deal. And she just called out someone that was sitting next to her being like, how about your friend? She's blind. So, I don't know. Some people took it as a joke. Others, not so much. But you know what? I get it. Especially if I'm that student, if I don't like it, that's the person that, if they didn't think it was funny, it's not funny. Their perspective is all that matters. But damn, just throwing shade. At this class period only. I didn't hear about this from any other. All right, the third quote from the infamous Wednesday sub. Well, I guess it's not really a quote, but apparently she was really going after this one girl. I'm not sure. Maybe there was, you know... Some bad blood. Maybe she's had her as a student before when she was a sub. But for whatever reason, she apparently had it out for her. And she was throwing shade, talking about how her uh, quote was, Yo, bitch mama ain't here to back you up. What? Remember, this is an adult saying this. This is some shit that I would normally hear from a student if they're cussing each other out. You know, or clapping back at each other, something like that. But this is an adult. Unreal, man. (laughs) <laughs> I can't even believe this. You know how hard it is when you're you're hearing these stories from students and they're trying to censor the language but make sure you understand what the words were that were being used but also not like laughing at how ridiculous it is. It's tough. I guess that was really it. I thought I don't know why I thought I had another one. But yeah, this uh this sub, um I usually just give them the average rating. Because some students were like, yeah, she was nice. She was just kind of there in the back. But um, if every single student in that class, and I realize I have no way to actually corroborate their story. But if I hear from every student in the class, including the ones that don't really adhere to the social norms in that class, like they just kind of do their own thing. They don't care about being cool, you know, adhering to norms and, you know, groupthink, things like that. That's pretty, that's pretty telling think i'm gonna believe that group i might tone it down a little bit they may have you know exaggerated a little bit but i'm gonna go ahead and say maybe she wasn't that respectful to that class sucks but even still so you know talking about students that are getting disrespect from substitute teachers that's one thing the other thing is that uh there have been a number of students that seem to want to make a show in my class just clapping back at each other over nothing. So at a certain point, I did have to break up a fight in my class a while ago. Uh, It was between uh, two students and then another student that was instigating it. Uh, That's about as much detail as I'm going to go into. But uh, there's this girl that decided to clap back at this one student. I don't even know what their issue was. It was probably just something that happened in gym or something that you know they... I don't even know. I'm not even gonna try to guess because it's usually some petty shit. But uh, this girl starts getting into it with this kid across the room. We were in a computer lab this day, um, which is unreal. And she starts getting in this kid's face, saying, "You didn't even back your brother up when he got beat by insert the name there." All right. Well, first off, let's just let's just stop all the all the comedy. All the jokes right now. I was Superman that day and broke up that fight so fucking fast. Nobody could back up anybody because I got your back. That's what's up. Anyway, um, but no, it, it seriously, it actually was so fast that there's no way that this kid could have done anything, especially because most people were still seated. But it's like, why you got to make a show out of it over some stupid bullshit? that you're not even angry about. Half the time, they'll start clapping at each other, talking shit, saying stuff that, I swear to God, they're directly quoting Kevin Hart. But then they're just smiling, and they're just, ah, I'm just playing. That's my buddy. That's my girl. Like, why... Why can't... uh, Can't you just be nice to each other? Why? Um... So, yeah, it's been kind of a weird week. Not necessarily a a bad week, but weird nonetheless. I did find out, though, there was apparently, while they were doing some standardized testing, uh, they sent the freshmen and the seniors, who were not doing said standardized testing, to the aquarium. And apparently, they got banned from the goddamn aquarium. I'm not sure what you have to do. I didn't really ask because I didn't really want to know because I didn't want to lose faith in humanity how they got banned from the aquarium. Yeah, definitely didn't ask. Don't want to know. Still don't want to know. Um, I'm going to assume that they were stealing fish because what else could you possibly steal? So there were definitely a bunch of kids going for a swim in the aquarium, you know, taking a goddamn blowfish because what else are you going to steal in the, at the aquarium? I almost said the name of the aquarium. Um, I'm sure the aquarium handled it the way that they should have. I mean, anytime I, I, briefly heard it from teachers and I said, no, 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 say no more. Cause I didn't go on that field trip. Thank God. But, um, I'm sure they handled that right, but that's pretty, pretty sad. But now I'm, I'm picturing a few students that I know can't swim because they've said it multiple times. Um, definitely picturing them drowning just to get, you know, a salmon, goddamn carp. Oh, but anyways, see, I always digress on this a little bit, but with kids that, uh, they, they want to make a show when they're, you know, trying to show their, their rep, uh, they're going to clap back at someone, show them how tough they are. Uh, made me think of whenever you have a lesson that's hijacked by these moments. And granted that was during, they were in the computer lab. It was a research day. I was working with students one-on-one. They already had their task from the day before. Not like anything was derailed that much, but it got people off task. So not happy with that. Uh, But actually, I started to think, well, really, that happens anytime someone decides to chime in and steal the spotlight because they need a little attention or something like that. So let's go back to this PD that I was at on Wednesday. This was uh, held at an alternate location, not in any schools. And there's this great discussion going on. We were talking about real serious issues like gun violence, like how uh, pretty much everyone has been affected by it, uh, how to deal with that with students. And this one guy, because there's always the same classroom dynamic you have with students, with teachers at PDs, because everybody's a brown noser or a social loafer, or like me, just a silent observer, somewhat conversational, but mostly I'm just there to retain my knowledge, get what I need, go on my way. But this one guy decides, I'm going to just hijack the shit out of this conversation and goes off on his own tangent and tries to formulate some sort of discussion or some sort of raise your hand if activity, which was unrelated to what we were actually fucking talking about. Why you got to do that, man? Do you just like the sound of your own voice that much? Yeah, man, it was a weird a weird week. The good thing with uh, the PD for today, Friday, was uh, actually pretty lively. It was just a matter of, oh, man, it's going to be such a long commute. It's going to take forever. And then, of course, students at you know the school that we were at, they got to leave early. We saw them leaving early, and we're like, oh, we got an hour left. Because no matter how lively they are at a certain point, Nobody wants to be there. You want to go home and enjoy your weekend. That's that's just, you know, being a human. But anyway, so there's also this one thing, and any teacher will tell you about this. I think my school has done a great job of not inflating grades just for the sake of looking good. I think we hold some good standards for kids. But uh, apparently the year before, there was a lot of extra credit that was being forced on uh, teachers, to help like, save or rescue the grades of the kids that never really showed up, never submitted any work, just so they could push them through the system. Sucks, stupid, not right, ethically, whatever. Um, I had a few students, and remember, keep in mind, for those of you that aren't familiar, the quarter grades really don't mean anything. The one that really matters if you're in a year-long course is the midterm grade, so first semester, that's the final grade. And then you start over, and then the grade that matters at the end is your final grade. So, in other words, if you have four quarters, quarter two and quarter four are the only ones that matter. We all know that. Students do not. So what I get, and this is actually a great lesson in learn from your mistakes or recognize that there are consequences to your actions. Great lesson to learn. So One student in particular that hasn't really done anything in my class except for be on her phone and try to clap back at me when I'm trying to get her back on task. Real smart, real bright girl. Just doesn't, you know, like to engage with the schoolwork. Especially by the end of the day when I see her because she's just ready to go home. That's fine. I don't take it personally. But I'm also not just going to give you a good grade on an assignment for showing up. If you participate, I'll give you something. But if you're just there, you're not really, beyond being physically present, you're not really there. So as you can imagine, if she's not handing things in, there's a lot of missings in the grade book, which translates to a zero. And uh, I get an email. So the quarter closed at like the end of the week or something. I had to get my grades in by close of business. No big deal. It did that. I got an email. I didn't get it until, I think following monday because i decided you know what this weekend i got my grades in for the quarter i'm gonna take the weekend to do me i still did some planning naturally um but it was an email from this girl through gradebook so not in gmail it was can you send me extra credit packets so i can make up the work so i can have at least a b before the quarter's over no the answer is no hey no 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 No. nine. No. No. That was in so many languages. Spanish. English. French. German. Answers no. You know why? Don't give extra credit because I don't give you busy work, which is good for you. So, also, let's address the fact that this email was sent the day the quarter closed Friday. Less than two or three hours before the window closed meaning that you wanted me to somehow come up with an assignment just for you that no one else got which isn't fair i was going to come up with that send you that you print it out you do it you somehow get it back to me or send it in google class somehow not sure how you'd hand it in i'm going to look at it grade it give you some points for it enter it all in before close a business no Uh uh-uh so not how it works So naturally, I had the conversation on Monday with, I've noticed you got this little trend in missing work, or work that you just wrote your name on it, so you you handed it in, I'll give you something for writing your name, it's not going to be much, you're not going to like it, but notice how there's consequences to your actions, so yeah, not big on extra credit, because I don't give busy work, but... All it takes is for you to try a little bit when I assign you stuff and and just don't fall behind. That's the thing that a lot of students don't realize. They don't hand things in. Then suddenly they panic at the end and they're like, well, how did this happen? Why is my grade so low? Because you didn't hand anything in. That's why. All right, so I honestly had to hit pause on the recording because even though it's the weekend and I'm just trying to chill and do my podcast and relax and have a couple of beers, whatever, it's a Friday, I want to enjoy it. I don't stop being a teacher. And I got an email from a colleague. And so, to kind of, you know, not get into specifics, whatever, there was essentially a communication breakdown. I was not in my school building today because I was at a PED. So. Ultimately, I was not able to be at a particular meeting. Now this colleague is starting to put the blame on me for not showing up, blah, 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 even though I responded in the invite as no. There was some sort of breakdown. I love how we always give kids shit these days for, oh, just talk to people. Why are you always on your phone? These kids don't know how to speak to people. Meanwhile, this person didn't just come and speak to me the day before or two to three days before, the professional courtesy, to just talk about it. So yeah, if I responded, if, if I've never met you, I've only corresponded with you via email and Google Calendar, and all you did was send me a Google Calendar invite, you didn't take the time to come and check with me in person, or even send an email if you're still antisocial. All you did was rely on Google Calendar. And if I hit no on the RSVP because I know I'm going to be gone and there's some sort of an issue, but you don't bring it up. How am I supposed to fucking know? So I love how I, this is, this is the big thing I'm trying to get at here. Meet with me in person. Don't rely on email. Don't rely on Google Calendar. Be a person, man. Especially if you're talking to a colleague. That's why it's always important to me Don't communicate with, you know, texting. Don't communicate with email. You don't know what the voice tone is. You might misinterpret something, whatever. So my inclination is always, hey, let's sit down and talk about this when we have a chance in person, okay? Real simple solution that leads to much less animosity between coworkers about an issue of communication not about professional responsibility not about your character as a person not about showing up or not it is a communication issue that's the only fucking thing just don't be the fucking antisocial person sitting in you know your classroom all day not talking to any students cuz you don't have any assigned to your classes and just corresponding with emails or, not even emails, Google Calendar threads. That'd be like, yeah, so I just wanted to um, confirm that we're going to the bar. I don't, I'm not going to text you. I'm not even going to uh, talk to you in person when I see you in the halls. I'm just going to send you a Google Calendar invite. All you have to do is communicate that. Just stop by something. That's all you have to do is communicate outside of your invite that you clearly didn't even check beforehand. Problem solved. So this PD that has now become a real big fucking issue uh, because I'm simply going as part of my responsibilities and they're worth my while. I'm actually going to grow as a teacher. Um, There was this one really difficult uh, exercise simulation. I'm not really sure what You would call it, but we had to essentially, we were asked a few different questions and we were switching back and forth between, it was you and one partner, um, answering a specific or not even answering, sorry, you were completing a statement. And then of course you would have to expand on that. Like you have to talk for one minute and then you would have to talk for two minutes and the time would just go up and up and up and up. The interesting twist was that if you were the person not speaking you could not react. You could not speak. You couldn't even nod or shake your head or smile. And it was funny because this person could have said something like, I just shit myself, and you can't respond at all. Luckily, my partner did not do that. And luckily, I didn't do that. Oh, and I didn't tell the story about doing that. I'm, I'm totally, I, no one, no one shat themselves <laughs> um, that I know of. Um, But it was really hard, actually, because they could have said anything. It's something that I really agreed with, something I really disagreed with, and I just had to, like, stone-cold face. We're talking full Keanu Reeves acting, just stone face. can't say anything, can't do anything. I felt like an asshole. Because at one point, it was something related to guns, uh, and my partner was talking about something, some connection they had to gun violence, and it's like, can't, I just want to say something, like, let me, let me give you a hug. Can't do that. Can't even, like, change my face. It was, it was a really hard activity. I didn't like it, but I liked it at the same time because it clearly, it focuses on the other person and on listening and not jumping to throw in your own input. But on the flip side of that, when I was kind of, and I didn't share anything that was too deep but I was also still intellectually engaging with whatever the topic was, whatever the statement was. It was really hard to not get those those little feedback cues, those nods, those shakes. I think I saw like the hint of a like a I agree with you nod or smile, whatever. And she later admitted, Yeah, I, I agree with you, and I just kind of instinctually did that. But we all need that, man. That's crazy how we can't even. And it's funny for me, especially because I have a podcast. I don't have any feedback from you guys. You guys could disagree with me, agree with me, whatever. Maybe laugh, not laugh. It could be a terrible joke, something like that. A story that's not funny. There's no feedback cue. But for some reason, when there's a person sitting across from you, you need that feedback cue. It was terrifying. All right, so one of the big things too, and this has become very entertaining for me, I didn't do it this week, but normally I do it beforehand to kind of prep. But Classroom Brew, you can find it on Instagram, at Classroom Brew on Instagram. Also, Facebook.com slash Classroom Brew. I got it just to kind of help spread the word, you know, on the podcast. But it also helps because I can network a little bit with other teacher sites, whatever. Ah, Cheers. So one of the the things I've noticed in in the explore section, because I follow a bunch of teachers and vice versa, everything, (laughs) there's another one, every single teacher at some point, I'm trying to think back to if I ever did this, no, good, every teacher at some point has posted a picture during their lunch, maybe it's at the end of the day, maybe the beginning of the day. My guess is it's probably lunch or end of the day because you don't really get to relax before you're kind of running around. But every single teacher at some point has posted a fucking picture where they've got their feet up on their desk. And I'm not trying to hate on that. I just think it's funny. Uh, It's like the easiest target ever. And it's something like, Got through another Tuesday. Need my coffee. Halloween week, so thankful for this time. Like, there's another one. Feet up, the feet up again. Someone needs to start doing that. Ironically, maybe I'll do that. Um, but it's been kind of fun to go through some of these Instagrams and find some stuff that it's it's kind of kind of cringe worthy. I'm not gonna lie to you. Uh. Most of it's memes, to be honest, probably because they're too stressed to take like a, a nice picture. Oh, Monday blues, living, living it up. Yep, good caption. Um, <laughs> I thought this one's sad though. See, like I, I don't like when people say donate to uh, my Patreon because. I need money for school. Like I'm talking college students, but it is sad when it's something like, like this one is uh, learning English. So like refugees, um, first generation American citizens that don't necessarily speak English because the home doesn't speak English. Like that, that that I get, I'm on board with that. Or like, that's kind of cool. It's nice to see the ideas that they're implementing in the classroom. I'm alarmingly surprised at how many of these Instagrams are posting pictures with students. I guarantee they have their waiver or whatever. That's fine. I just don't know if I'd be comfortable with that. Also, I don't know how I could justify doing that. Here's another one with the feet up. The feet are up. Oh, it's feed up Friday. That's a hashtag. Oh, geez. I just unlocked something. Oh, God. Feet up fright. Now I get it. None of you guys told me that. Well, see, it's not just a teacher thing, but it is a thing. Oh, this person's on a beach. Fuck you. Oh, that's just... No. This also... Honestly, there isn't even that much time. Like, even a lunch break, you're constantly working on something. There's always something going on. Maybe you're disagreeing about a Google Calendar invite. Fucking Oh, uh, the feed up thing. Anyways, um, which is a good segue. So um, if you haven't already, make sure you check out Classroom Brew. I think I briefly mentioned it a few minutes ago, but um, at Classroom Brew on Instagram, facebook.com slash Classroom Brew. It's also a YouTube channel. If you search Classroom Brew Classroom Brew, on YouTube, I've got a few preview videos. I haven't updated it recently. Hint, hint. Maybe we should do that. Um, and a couple full episodes, really just to get the word out there. There is a Google Play form of Classroom Brew, but the big one is iTunes and, of course, the podcast app. So make sure you rate and review. That actually helps me out. So if you like what you hear or you want to Voice your opinion, go in there. I would love five stars, to be honest with you. Not going to lie. Uh, but give me a quick little comment so I can kind of see what you like, what you don't like, anything like that. Not going to take it personally. That feedback is important. I'd prefer to be positive. Not going to lie to you. This isn't my teaching evaluation, it's my podcast. Keep it nice. So, this was the big story that. <laughs> Uh, I, I don't know if you guys heard about this, but there was um, this racist piece of shit that was bragging about basically poisoning her roommate. I don't remember what school. Uh, I should probably look this up. Oh, she was a freshman. Oh, yeah. If if you look at the picture of this fucking lady, she, she looks like... Oh, yeah, she's definitely had feelings for her cousin. a fucking idiot bragging about it online. Yeah, so college roommates can be notoriously hard to handle, according to this article. I, honestly, I, I roomed with all people that I, I knew, uh, my buddy Brian, buddy Will, buddy Justin, and then later my buddy Chris um, and Brian. That was uh, two years in the dorms, and then Will and Justin with Brian, and the apartment, and then Chris. Um, sure, gonna have clashes, but Jesus Christ, no way in hell, I, I never defiled a toothbrush or a, a backpack. What the fuck? All right, so uh, this this idiot, I don't know if this is, I think this is Instagram. She posted, finally did it. Yo, yo girl got rid of her roommate. After one and a half month, it's months, plural, dumbass, of spitting in her coconut oil, what, like for hair or for like skin? Fucking, putting moldy clam dip in her lotions. I feel like that's going to be actually good for the lotions. You might have done her a favor. You're still fucking gross. Also, what is clam dip? Rubbing used tampons on, oh, her backpack, Well, you missed the N, and you hit the O instead, so you're an idiot, but um, that's just gross. Putting her toothbrush places where the sun doesn't shine, and so much more I can finally say goodbye. Oh, you racist. Goodbye, Jamaican Barbie? Kissy face, thumbs up, wave goodbye. All right, one more time. Comedy's done. Hey, racist girl. From the University of Hartford. You're an idiot. A racist idiot. Really those words are just they kinda go hand in hand, but I want to make sure that it's clear because clearly she lacks the intelligence of a normal person. Honestly, <clears throat> and I hope I hope that this young woman I don't know. That that's fine. The the victim of this crime. I hope that she is okay. But honestly, I sincerely hope. I don't know if this girl can like go to. This is definitely, it has to be a crime. Good God. I hope she visits her and says, I hope you enjoy having to scrounge and get the shit beaten out of you for tampons in jail. You shit person. Your coconut oil, if you're lucky to have it in prison, jail, wherever the fuck this girl's going. It's going to have all kinds of clam juice in it now. Suck it. Oh, man, that's justice, but I wish it didn't take one and a half months. That's so shitty. How about you just say, hey, this isn't working out if you don't get along. This definitely had to be racially charged, right? Uh, even There's no way it wasn't because there's one and a half months. What did someone do to you? that you did that. Well, no, she did this for one and a half months, so they hadn't been roommates for that long, so she was doing this from the start. So there couldn't have been a reason. I don't even know. I never did that to any roommates. I still wouldn't. You're welcome, Katie. Um, but what would someone have to do for you to think is such juvenile and probably dangerous thing? Like, there's a very fine line between, like, messing with someone, giving them a hard time, spitting in their, what was it, hand lotion or something? Anyway, I thought that was ridiculous. Uh, Bad enough, a few weeks ago at SIU, uh, there was a a serial pooper shitting in the the washers and dryers. That's just fucking rude. I don't even, especially in the dryer. Come on, man, they're on the final stretch. They didn't even have a chance. They just... Their hour and a half to two hours is over. they like, oh, great, now i got to fold it. And then they have to go for another round. They prob- probably have to throw out the clothes. Also, help me, if my favorite shirt, or like a bird shirt, it's white with flamingos, pink flamingos, obviously, if there were shit stains on it because some asshole decided I'm going to shit in the washer or the dryer, oh, you bet your money I'd make them buy me a new shirt. So that this goes out to—I know I teach middle and high school, but uh, this goes out to all the college students. Stop being a dick to your roommates, to your your dorm mates, your laundry room mates, laundromat—I don't remember. Be a human being. Be a person. Stop using bodily fluids sicko also shout out to the hawkeyes for taking it to Ohio's. sorry let me say this right the ohio state university uh for one night for one night the university of iowa was probably the best team in college football i do think it's kind of important though for anyone that's a pre-service teacher or a first year just whatever Get used to being watched. So, there's this thing called the Ed TPA now, and you have to videotape yourself and you have to fill out the question. Basically, as long as you're doing what you should be doing as a teacher, you'll be fine. That's all they're trying to do. But you get used to being videotaped early on as you practice getting ready for the EdTPA and picking the clips that actually work. You're watched by field instructors, you're watched by mentor teachers. Later, you're watched by principals, assistant principals, your department head. Um, uh, who else, uh, people in your district or network, whatever, whatever it is for your, your school district, whatever, get used to it, but don't make it weird. It's very tempting for me to make it weird because I'm a little uncomfortable. The first couple times I see those people in my room and I'm tempted to just, um, like kind of like how George W. Bush was, he waved at Stevie Wonder Because they act like they don't see me. But I just want to be like, hey, it's me. You're in my room. Um, Just to make it super awkward. Because they they come and sometimes they'll ask students like, hey, what's the learning task right now? Because they want to make sure that you're engaging all students. And they're aware of what they're supposed to be doing at that time. But it can be kind of weird. Sometimes they just come and go. And I get it. It's part of being a teacher. It's not a problem. I'm not saying it's a problem. Observe me all you want. I have a, uh, there's some teacher candidate working on her bachelor's. And she asked if she could observe a few classes of mine a week. That's fine. Might as well get used to it. Um, pretty quiet, so I don't think I'll make her feel awkward. Because I don't think it would take much. Um, poor soul. I probably scared the shit out of her when I think her first day observing on her way to my class. I think she witnessed me and a few other teachers break up a, a fight as a brawl. We'll just, we'll just go with that. It was like nine or 10 students. Um, probably scared the shit out of her, but she's, she's still coming. So bless her. Peace and blessings. Um, but yeah, it's, it's tempting to make them feel awkward. I don't know. Like, should, am I supposed to acknowledge them every time or ignore them every time? Because it feels rude to just, you know, keep going on. But, Sometimes I don't notice that they're there, and something's like, oh, oh, there you are. Didn't see you there. Uh, Because I swear they come in when your back is turned because you're working with a student Um, one-on-one. It's kind of weird. It makes me kind of question my own peripherals. Maybe I should get those checked. But I want to be able to see behind me. What's that movie with Amy Adams where she's... uh, uh, The one with Philip Seymour Hoffman, RIP, and Meryl Streep. Uh, uh, doubt, doubt. And so Meryl Streeps says, I like, get like a picture. I think that I probably have the movie wrong. If I do, uh, classroom brew at gmail.com. Let me know. I'll start a hashtag soon. Um, but she's got like a picture of like the Pope, cause is, you know, nuns, religious school, I'm assuming Catholic school. And, uh, she says, Oh, this isn't even the current Pope. She goes, it doesn't matter. Put it up on the wall so you can see behind you. Kids will think you have eyes in the back of your head. Smart. So smart. I don't have that benefit. Can't really hang up anything. But I do my best to not turn at all. But I'm not even worried so much about the students because they respect me so much at this point. Because I respect them back, of course. That they're not going to do anything just because I turn my back for two seconds. It's the adults I'm worried about. The adults that are going to show up like the kids in The Shining when you turn around the corner you're like, Oh! Oh. Where'd you come from? That being said, give me good marks. I'm trying to pass this shit. And that, children, is a look behind the curtain. So I think I'm going to wrap up for this week. Uh, this was episode eight of Classroom Brew. I think we covered a lot of different stuff. We came back to serial poopers. We talked about that racist idiot. Um, so... Make sure you subscribe on iTunes and the podcast app. Make sure you rate and review. Spread the word. Trying to get this podcast a a little more out there, networking a little bit. Got a few guests on the calendar for Classroom Brew that I'm pretty excited about. So look forward to that in the next couple of weeks. Make sure that you watch out for those substitute teachers. And we'll see you next time. Thanks, guys.